Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that Queen Mab would soon be there. Wait, what? Queen Mab? Who is Queen Mab? And why is she the one delivering kids Christmas presents 200 years ago, instead of Santa? You're listening to Backyard History, the hidden stories that happen in your own backyard. The podcast version of the weekly history column running in newspapers across the Maritimes with your host and author, Andrew McLean. We first see Queen Mab talked about in old letters from hundreds of years ago, just like the ones that were sent by Lady Jane Hunter, who was the wife of the Commander-in-Chief of the British forces in what is now Canada. In 1804, Lady Jane spent Christmas in Fredericton. Christmas was very different from how it is now. It was barely the same at all. Almost none of the traditions that we know now were around back then. Lady Jane wrote that everybody was flying about in the morning and going to Gregory's and dances in the evening. Lady Jane clearly didn't like Gregory's because she called them stupid card parties. Lady Jane also wrote about Queen Mab, saying that she was a great favorite of the little folks in this and other provinces. And if they hung up their stockings on Christmas Eve, she always popped something good into it. So who was Queen Mab? Mab was the queen of the fairies. She had been queen for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. We can find stories of her going back at least 800 years, told by people in Scotland, England, Wales, and Ireland. Fairies weren't necessarily the biggest fans of people back then. And people didn't always like fairies either. Fairies could be mean to people, playing tricks on them. Humans, meanwhile, had a bit of a bad habit of cutting down the fairies' homes in the woods. So, in the old stories, things could be pretty tense between fairies and humans. Queen Mab was different from most fairies, though. She usually liked humans, and especially children, even though she could get very angry if they destroyed her favorite plants, which were the hawthorn trees, foxglove flowers, and groundsel. Queen Mab was extremely beautiful, much more beautiful than any human. She dressed in long white dresses and had long red hair, usually tied back in a single thick braid. Naturally, she wore a tiara since she was a queen. It was said that she allowed humans' deepest wishes to come true in their dreams as they slept. If you have a good dream, it's because Queen Mab is there. Queen Mab tried to protect children and the houses they lived in, which is not an easy job when she was only three inches tall. She drove around in a miniature chariot that was small enough to drive right over humans' noses while releasing their dreams. For much of the early history in the Maritimes in Eastern Canada, Queen Mab was the one who delivered Christmas presents to children. 
not Santa Claus. So what happened to Santa? Well, you see, Christmas actually got ruined by adults about 400 years ago. Back then, Christmas was not the happy holiday it is today. Rather, it was a time when adults would do bad adult things like get drunk and gamble and be rowdy and even get into fights. In 1647, about 350 years ago, the government decided there would be no more Christmas because the adults were behaving so badly. The adults responded to this by being particularly badly behaved and getting into more fights than ever and actually trashed some whole towns. After it calmed down, Christmas was banned for 13 years. But the behavior was so bad that even after Christmas was allowed again, people didn't really want to celebrate Christmas. They were horrified by what happened, and they were scared it would happen again. For nearly 200 years, Christmas didn't really happen. Even if some places did have Christmas, it was a small little thing. All of the old traditions we know, like Christmas trees, big family feasts, presents, and even Santa Claus were forgotten because it had been so long. And if people didn't believe in Santa Claus, then he couldn't bring them presents. That only makes sense, right? The Queen Mab was there for the children, and she tried her best to keep Christmas alive for them until Santa was believed in enough to be able to return. At Christmas time, Queen Mab would bring children small little presents to put in their stockings. She wasn't Santa, and being only three inches tall, Christmas present delivery wasn't something she was all that good at, but she tried her best to bring kids small little presents just to make them happy and keep the Christmas spirit alive until Santa came back. Queen Mab was a mischievous little fairy and would often hide her presents in the children's houses instead of putting them in their stockings, requiring them to have a bit of a, a big search all over the place to find their presents. About 200 years ago, which was about 200 years after Christmas got banned, people began to wonder about Christmas again, cautiously. They began to look up old, forgotten information about what Christmas was once like, before the adults had ruined it for everyone. One of the main people leading the search to bring back the forgotten Christmas traditions was the author Charles Dickens, who wrote A Christmas Carol, that famous story about Ebenezer Scrooge discovering the Christmas spirit. Scrooge wasn't the only one rediscovering the Christmas spirit, as all over the world, people were slowly starting to learn about Christmas again. People like Charles Dickens learned that Christmas used to be very different from what the adults had turned it into 200 years before. Christmas was supposed to be about children and about being merry, about giving presents to those that they loved. It was about helping the less fortunate people around them. The more people looked into it, the more they wanted to bring back Christmas. Suddenly, these long-forgotten traditions began to reappear for the first time in hundreds of years. Christmas trees, wreaths, presents, feasts, 
and Santa Claus. The good news about what Christmas really meant traveled from Britain, where Charles Dickens lived, with people traveling across the vast Atlantic Ocean, all the way to New York City. A preacher there named Clement Clark Moore heard the stories about Santa Claus and decided to write a poem for the children. Although it was written only for his own kids, it ended up being shared with the world. And now it is called the most famous poem in history. He named it A Visit from St. Nicholas, but it's usually known today as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Clement Clark Moore's children loved their dad's poem, and he was pretty proud of his work himself. So he immediately mailed a handwritten copy to his good friend Jonathan O'Dell, who lived in Fredericton. The letter still survives and can be found today in the New Brunswick Museum. This was the first time most people in Fredericton had heard of Santa. Actually, it was one of the few times in centuries anyone anywhere had heard of Santa. But immediately it stirred something forgotten within everyone who heard of Santa. Jonathan O'Dell immediately took the poem to the newspaper, which was called the New Brunswick Reporter. The newspaper published the poem on Christmas Day in 1830, although they misspelled Blitzen's name as Blixen with an X, leading people to call the reindeer by the wrong name for years. Suddenly, everyone in New Brunswick believed in Santa Claus, and once they began believing in him, he appeared to deliver them presents on Christmas Eve. It took him a while to appear in public. I guess that it took the strength of more children believing in him for his magic to get stronger. But in 1867, we have newspaper reports of him making an appearance in a candy shop owned by Charles Sampson, which is located on Officer Square in Fredericton. In 1872, the Colonial Farmer newspaper wrote that on Monday the 22nd at night, probably around nine o'clock, Santa drove through the principal streets for a short time, taking a view of the chimneys in houses of those who did not wish for him to call on their door. I didn't even know that Santa even made calls on doors. The newspaper went on to say that he drove through the streets in a red sleigh with a lot of silver bells on it pulled by two reindeer. Where were the other ones? Well, perhaps Blitzen was still mad about Fredericton getting his name wrong. Santa began visiting other cities all over the Maritimes soon after. St. John, Halifax, Moncton. He was making appearances all over. He looked exactly the same. He hasn't aged one bit from then to now. Still the same red outfit, big bushy white beard, rosy cheeks. Everything was the same. After that, Queen Mab quietly retired to tend to her favorite plants, the hawthorn trees, foxglove flowers, and the groundsel. Delivering Christmas presents was never a proper job for the Queen of the Fairies anyway. She only did it out of her love of children and because she wanted to keep the Christmas spirit alive until people believed in Santa enough for him to return. Queen Mab had done her job of keeping the Christmas spirit alive during the darkest days when few people celebrated it and had done her job well and earned her peaceful relaxation with her flowers. 
That was an episode of Back Hair in History with your host and author, Andrew McLean. Stay tuned for next week for more of the hidden stories that happen in your own backyard.